everybody. How we doing? <laughs> you <laughs> so low energy. <laughs> and late. And late. It was One late. of these days I'm going to go like that and you say, hey, everybody, welcome hey. to Out of Texan. I'm Kyle Kirkpatrick. I did five triathlons this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're talking about infrastructure today, Kevin. How, how excited can I get? Whoa. Infrastructure. Wow. You gotta you gotta play it up to make it interesting. No, it's infrastructure. I don't know. What does that even mean? I don't know. Like what sewers, we... right? Yeah, sewers. Roads. That's all I know about roads. Know they got yeah. a clown in there. Bridges, levees, dams, levees. Whoa, watch your language. Air you traffic were cussing controller. In the dog episode too. I don't appreciate that. Yeah, drinking water. So what are you trying to say? This is not a sexy issue? No. <laughs> it's the, the opposite. Infrastructure is not the sexiest issue in the world. <laughs> well, Bernie Sanders Bernie's leader. right. <laughs> Bernie nailed it. It's not. I think I'm going to get behind Bernie now. Oh, yeah? <laughs> no. Yeah, you should. <laughs> we appreciate very much Maggie the cow for being here. <laughs> See, you know, he supports farming and everything. <laughs> no, when you think of uh, and and so so infrastructure in my mind, it's probably the most boring topic we could possibly pick up. But when we say how to be a Texan, you have to understand Texas has a lot of stuff running behind the scenes, right? Yeah. We drive along roads. We drink the the, the water. We go through airports. <laughs> right. We I actually had a water broil the other day at, at my a, house in Denton. A, a water what? broil? Boil. What does that mean? Water boil alert thing. What does that mean? It means that uh, pond water got cross-contaminated with the water distribution system, and they put out a warning saying, don't drink the water. Okay. Really? And yeah. Didn't? Yeah, this past weekend. I didn't know that. And my house was in like the area. Wow. Did you boil your water? No, nah, I mean I I only drink reverse osmosis water that I get from work. So Oh, oh so you don't drink the local water yeah. anyway. Yeah. You only okay. drink reverse osmosis water. <laughs> yeah, that I get from that, work. God, that alone's really, a topic. That's, reverse a millen- that's a millennial awesome. statement. <laughs> that is so <laughs> millennial. Hey, I work in coffee, so it's ready, <laughs> readily available. And I got this guzzler here. Yeah, you do. 64 how did, ounces. How does that even work? I understand osmosis. I don't understand reverse. Is that like a double? Osmosis? According to my... Sucking sound going... Sucking sound According to my... Uh, aquatic science teacher in high school, reverse osmosis doesn't exist. But okay, that's I don't not know. true. That's, just what, that's, that's not true. just what it's called. But but how does it work? Explain it. I don't know exactly how it works. No, well, it sucks all the minerals out of the water. And then puts it back in. And then it puts just the right amount of minerals back in to optimize the flavor. And that, so... I don't think that's all reverse osmosis, though. That sounds like malarkey. That's like the mineral addition of what our, of what our system is at. At the coffee shop. But what I'm saying is that's what you're talking about. You're talking about water that has been through that system, yeah. and the the reverse osmosis takes the minerals out, I believe. Oh, okay. And then minerals are mixed back in. And all coffee shops have that, or all legit coffee shops have that. In fact, there was an article on the web, I don't know, a couple of years ago, that said if you go into Starbucks, don't buy water there. Just get a get a cup of water. Because they have amazing filtration systems oh, and wow. just their standard water is amazing. 
So my so why pay money when you can get amazing water for free? My tap water that goes in through my Folgers, that's not good that's enough? That's horrible. Yeah. Okay. Well, we use that tap I, water here. I but. got a giant jug, and I transport water for my coffee. Well, yeah. so I rely on the infrastructure of Texas to supply my water <laughs> to my Folgers. Of Argyle, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And it's in, intermingled with your septic system, <laughs> yeah. so you should always be on a boil alert. Well, you know what? that That's a good point, that although we have so think about it how many infrastructure entities do we tap into and the answer is at least three that i know of one is the state of texas two is the county that we're in which is denton county Mm -hmm. three is the municipality which is argyle the town of argyle Mm -hmm. and so for all of our texas listeners out there there are always going to be at least three entities for the most part unless you live truly out in the sticks and then you may only have two if you're outside city limits then you'll have the county and the state of Texas that really provides for your infrastructure needs. Well, what about the infrastructure for the power grid? Who does that? Is that the state? Well, then you have a fourth and you've got the feds. So you get the feds and the state that work together to regulate the power grid. Plus it went privatized, I don't know, 25 years ago. So you've got private, public, that, and it's a public partnership between Texas and the U.S. government, right? Mm. And that's for the power grid. Does that make sense? So the government's controlling everything. Oh my gosh! I I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Did the, the does the government make you make every choice you make? No. No. See, then it doesn't control. But they everything. have control over us. They could shut off all of our infrastructure. You're not like a Terminator, where they can like reprogram you to do. I stuff. mean, why do you think they got fluoride in the water? Mm. Yeah, they're they're brainwashing us. They're capping our mental abilities. You know what, Andrew? The biggest part of the conspiracy theory, and this is true, and Kyle will remember this. When we were kids, they would bring fluoride into our classroom at school, like once or twice a year. Do you remember that, Kyle? No. Oh, we did it in Arlington. No. They would give us a little cup of fluoride, and we'd have to drink the fluoride. No, we just we would swig it. That we would swig it at uh, the dentist. And the dentist would make us like swig it and spit it out. So they yeah. were, so the dentists are in cahoots with the government. You're an anti-dentite. Right? <laughs> <laughs> You're a rabid anti-dentite. So, so back. Uh, to, pretty uh, soon you'll be saying they should have their own schools. <laughs> they do have their own schools. See, you're a rabid anti-dentite. Yet another Seinfeld. Right. Oh, good. I'm glad you picked up on that. I did because we've already talked about that one. Thank you. You guys are on Pete and repeat now. So, True. Yeah. okay. So the the whole idea of infrastructure, I thought was pretty interesting that we talk about that for just a bit. There's a great article, and it's really not Texas specific, but it is from Business Insider, and it really gives us a grade on a lot of our major infrastructure across America. And let me just highlight that real quick. So, what do you think our grade is? Right now on air traffic control, and I'm saying A through F. Air Air, traffic control? Air traffic control. Oh, probably an A, don't you think? No, it's D. D on air traffic control? No, because we... We've got overworked workers. We don't have... We've got antiquated IT in there. We've got no spending on it at all or not nearly enough, and nobody wants to spend money on air traffic control, even though it's terribly important. But it's a D across the country. I mean, we have two of the largest airports in the world here, Dallas and Houston. I'm talking about across America. Oh, I thought you meant That's in Texas. A, it's a, like a, and you're an IT guy, it's like a DOS-based 1968 oh, right. program yeah, 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 that yeah. controls all of our air traffic. Okay, that makes sense. The technology, yeah. Yeah, it's not like, you know, this new, whatever, cloud-based, whatever, totally 
AI cool thing, right? Mm-hmm. Big data, infrastructure. I don't think I would want air traffic control to be AI. Oh. I think I want I want a human looking at this stuff right now. Well, you got it. I don't think AI is to the point where we can just turn that over to... We should turn it over to the computers. You're freaking me out. <laughs> so, okay, back to back to infrastructure. Bridges, what do you think our grade is on bridges across America? Across America? America. 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 Maybe a D. C plus. C plus. C plus. Drinking water, what do you think that is? A? No. It's really? the opposite of that. Take Andrew's example in. It's a D. At least a D. You know, you know the susceptibility of our water systems across America? I could go put whatever into our drinking water right now if I wanted to. The safety and security of that drinking supply is very suspect. But if you... Okay, so, but compared to... So we're a D. That means that there are other countries that are like A's and B's? I'm or sure, is everybody bad? I'm sure Switzerland's like an A. I don't know that. I'm just saying. Switzerland, Switzerland seems like... Switzerland seems to do a lot of things. They're like legit. Like yeah, because yeah, yeah. they have 10 people in the whole country, so it's, it's <laughs> well, easy. But they're beautiful. They just all drink from one Brita filter. Yeah. But they're, they're beautiful. Those yeah. are some beautiful people over okay, there. Okay, that's a weird thing to say. Have you ever seen a Swiss person? No. They're, I don't care what sex they are. They're beautiful people. Okay, Swiss, I'm, hey, hey, <laughs> Whoa. Some beautiful people over in Swiss, you know, That's so how the Aryan nation started. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying every Swiss person I've ever seen is a highly attractive person. So then wow. you get inter- That's true. I bet there's no like fat Swiss people, do you think? Oh, there, there's not a single fat person in all of Europe. No. I'll tell you that. In the UK, there is. That's not okay. true. There's, that some, is... there's some pudgy people in the UK. Well, okay. yeah, it's all that bread and gravy. They only eat bread and gravy there. Okay, so. <laughs> next category of, of infrastructure is energy. How do you think we score across America on energy? I have all the energy I need, mm-hmm. and I pay out the well, this report for it. This report says we're a D plus because we've got antiquated infrastructure, and uh, all the stuff that has been in place for 30, 40, 50 years. Okay, so let me understand. Cable, all I the see. wiring, okay. all okay. the... So know. what this article is focusing on is not the outcome, but more the... Current state Current of state the, of the technology. Of the technology that's out right. there. Because the outcome is fine. I, I have plenty of electricity. I don't have any issue. It never goes out. That's well, right. It goes out once every two years. So it may go out with this. Wow. But this is more about the technology that they're using is very antiquated. Yeah, I would say that for most of this, all of these categories are in the D and C uh, grade on this Business Insider Report. So we need to upgrade our technology across the board. Because... The rationale for infrastructure across America is don't don't fix it if it ain't broke. Only fix it if it's broke. Mm-hmm. And that's the railways, the water supplies, the energy, you know, infrastructure, et cetera. Only fix it if it's broke. Don't reinvest in it so that we can renew it. And so let me ask you a question. If you were gonna spend a thousand dollars on caring for a neonatal infant, or you were going to rebuild a bridge with that thousand dollars, which would you spend money on? Well, the infant, of course. Or okay, it's a no-brainer. Let's go this way: if you were going to spend money between the neonatal infant, the life of that in- neonatal infant, or the fifth-grade education of a of a young child in 
whatever, San Antonio. Mm-hmm. What would you spend that money on? I'd, sp- I'd, I'd, I'd find money to do both. You'd find money to do both. Right. And that's what Texas does. Yeah. And that's what most of our state governments do. They find about a quarter of their budget to be able to spend on um, education. And they generally spend half or more on health care. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're doing. With our Medicaid program, we're spending half or more, and generally a lot more than half, mm-hmm. on Medicaid. Yeah. And so then the question is, what always gets thrown to the bottom of the kind of the caste system and spending, and it's always going to be potholes, bridges, new wiring for our, our electric poles, you know, that's always going to go to the bottom, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so Bernie's quote is right, that it's not sexy. There's nothing sexy about infrastructure, but it's something that is very, very important. So it's let such me, a weird term to use. Okay. Intriguing, exciting, um, something that shows a positive return on investment. It's one of these things where you've got, uh, like, for example, I'm a hospital administrator. The, the worst, you want to spend money on growth, in, you know, sections where I can say mm-hmm. I can grow and I can have a return on investment for those dollars spent versus I'm going to spend this money to replace this bed tower that's already working just fine. Mm-hmm. I'm going to spend $140 million to replace this bed tower. Yeah. I mean, what a waste. Yeah. yeah but, but it's you not have a waste because long term you know that you need to do it. Right? Well, yeah, but it's, it's, not a, hard, waste, it's but a hard decision. It's a hard decision. decision. Yeah. yeah, it's a very, very hard decision. So some of the other uh, categories, hazardous waste, we got a D plus. Inland waterways, we got a D. Levees, Katrina alone showed us that we fail on levees. I mean, you know, with Lake Pontchartrain crashing into New Orleans – that showed us that we stink on levees. Mm-hmm. Now, no offense to the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. They do everything they can across the nation with limited, limited, limited resources and engineers. But these are ancient levees. Parks and Rep- Recreation, we got a D plus. Ports, we got a C plus. And that's probably because we have such a liability with our ports. Uh, rail, we got a B. And I think that's because it's a public-private deal. Roads D, schools D plus, solid waste C plus, transit D minus, and wastewater D plus. We're- so, so who gets A's? Is it like the newer cities, like maybe Dubai? Dubai should have A's across all this, I right? Would think because so. it's such a new, modern city, yeah. and everything's you know brand I, new. So, I would think so. Our stuff was built what back after World World War Two, or yeah, I mean, during when, the New Deal. Yeah, the New Deal. Yeah, the New Deal. It, it said, hey, let's go build all this crap. That's what kind of pulled us out of the Depression. That's right. Highway, and then, highways were created during World War II as like a bomb threat. Or was it... What war were highways sort of like did those start? A lot of the infrastructure started... Well, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, to get... Uh, as like bomb, to get bomb threat evacu- evacuation. Yeah, right? and or also to like get that? stuff across the country. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do. You're right. I, I believe you're right. I believe interstate highways. All this yeah. goes back to the New Deal. Yeah. So that's that, that was what FDR almost a hundred years ago at this implemented point. in in the late '40s, early '50s. Yeah. And it was to restart the American economy. I mean, that's before you were born. That's a long time. That's ago. before I was born. Back in 1948, yeah. that yeah. was before I was born. really old. Yeah. Like, you were born in 1969. I was born in '69. So yeah. that's. You know, twenty something years after the yeah. New Deal came around, yeah. it's really old. I I, I feel old. 
So this is where you say, Kevin, you're born one year later, and I did a triathlon today. So, you know, <laughs> well, I Come did. on, man. I'm just I giving did. you softballs I, here, man. I, I, you're just not. I, I'm just saying I did. Now there was another <laughs> report that came out on infrastructurereportcard.org. Gosh, that sounds like such an exciting website. <laughs> I looked at Andrew as I said that. And our Texas 2017 report gave Texas a C minus overall. This is GPA, 2017 report card GPA. That sounds serious. That sounds serious. So we got a C minus. Yeah. Whatever. And it just says that we spend kind of the required minimum. And, um, you know, and so there's a little bit more about well, that. Well, it says that we're the largest continental state, right? Right. And we got a huge economy and one of the biggest in, in the U.S., our population grows by a hundred people every day. Every second, it seems like. Yeah, how crazy yeah. is that? Yeah, yeah. So the population is exploding, and at the same time, we've got massive amounts of just you know land. Right. I mean, everything is so spread out, and everything just continues to you know sprawl. Right. Yeah. So and so you know we're adding you know new infrastructure to support new neighborhoods and new developments. Right. Right when the old stuff is you know kind of you know crumbling as Bernie Sanders would say. Well, that's right. Yeah. So I spent Bizarre. I spent a lot of time over the last three days, and, and I know you think I'm a nerd, but that's okay. I looked at and I read. There's a 332 page document that was the 2018 Texas basically set of financial reports hmm. for how Texas did. And so again, I'm a healthcare guy, and I look at what website all. was that? Boringfinancialreports.org? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, and I'm looking at Andrew, and that, that's the correct citation. <laughs> Cureforinsomnia.com. <laughs> so, so 332-page PDF on the basically 2018 financial statements for oh, the state of wait. Texas and all the accompanying notes. And I went through all the accompanying notes. You know, there was an interesting $91 billion reclassification last year alone. $91 billion reclass. What does that mean? Basically, it was because of the accounting laws. Uh, they reclassed a certain amount of money from prior years so that it would accommodate the accounting change, the gap change. Again, I'm not a CPA, but it was amazing. It was a humongous reclassification. Hmm. So it made a real blip on the financials. So, so they can go back and just... Re- Cook the books, basically? Basically. You can't do that. Can't do that. <laughs> this is Jimmy Ferris would say. You can't Jimmy do Ferris. that. Yeah, no, that's, Wait a minute. That's a, that's a throwback. So um, anyway, in my in my review of, of all, all of our financial records for the state, you know, if you think about the state of Texas, there are sources and uses. So we have sources of revenue that come in, and then we have a whole bunch of uses for those revenues, right? All these mm-hmm. expenses. Yeah. And we just talked about two of the major uses. So we're really three. Infrastructure is one that nobody wants to spend on. And they all say, they agree, this is the most boring thing ever that I could spend money on. Number two is healthcare. I'm going to help that little NICU baby live. Or I'm going to help that fifth grader in San Antonio go to school. Mm-hmm. So it's always going to be healthcare, Medicaid. It's also, and, and all the related. Healthcare education should, I mean. Healthcare and education, those are always going to be have the both top of those two. two function. Then, yeah, and then you've got 
the required others of we've got to keep the government running. And so there's only kind of... Why? Uh, Shut it down. Yeah, Shut well, that government down. Believe it or not, there's, I mean, you know, billions of dollars that we have to spend every year just on keeping the government of the state of Texas running. Yeah. No, I'm kidding about that. And it's seven, eight billion dollars just yeah. to keep those people, the governor and everybody else employed and running and all those committees and all that. Now, when you get into that 332-page report, you realize how many different kind of subsidiaries that roll up all these funds of higher education and healthcare and, and transportation department, and Medicaid and blah, blah, blah. It just keeps going. That's how it got to be 332 pages because it was a roll up of all these agencies so that the Texas state comptroller has to track daily and, and uh, what pull all those financials together. It was actually quite interesting. I know it sounds terrible, but it was quite interesting. Sounds terrible. So, you know, last summer... It's like a real snoozer. So Governor Abbott signed this $250 billion uh, budget into law for 2020. Mm -hmm. But the interesting thing is we've only got about $110 billion of revenue that comes into the state of Texas. Out of that $110 billion, we talked about two of the major uses. The rest of it, you have to figure out, okay, well, what else do I spend it on? Well, you've got corrections, the penal system that are the state. That would be Huntsville and all the others. You've got uh, public assistance. You've got K-12 through education. You've got higher education. You've got transportation, which is transportation alone is about 9%. And then everything else left over, which is about 12%, is sent off to all these infrastructure needs. Isn't that amazing? So out of, hundred say, $110 billion worth of general revenue that we have coming into the state, we've got about 12% of that that we have discretion on that we can spend on levees, wastewater, airports, etc. So in my mind, there is a collaboration between, and, and we get a ton of federal funds that come in, you know, for, for Medicaid, we get a lot of matching funds and all this. But it says to me that there's got to be a partnership, and there is a partnership between the federal government, the state, the counties and the local municipalities, and then the, the next X factor, which is private companies, the privatization of whatever. And so you think of DFW Airport, well, that's really a private corporation, right? It's is one it of the, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. It's one of the biggest airports in the world. It's a private corporation? Yeah. I think so. Oh. Fact checker, check me on this. But, yeah. but so that's the beauty of it is that we have these private initiatives the tollways, for example. So we have all these these transportation problems, and and people come up with solutions that serve a capital uh, purpose of it's a profit making venture, and I'm going to build a multi billion dollar tollway throughout Texas. We've got a ton in North Texas. We've got a ton down in, in Houston. There's none really in San Antonio, but there's a few over in Austin. But uh, those are going to be more and more where you're going to have the toll tag option uh, on private uh, roads so that you can bypass the public roads and pay for expediency, mm. right? So I, that's what I think. I think there's a whole opportunity between public-private partnerships that allow our infrastructure to go. And then we may even privatize airports. We may privatize, um, you know, a levy, whatever, or electric, whatever, you know. 
I don't know, man. I don't know if privatization is the right way to go. I don't. I either. mean, I know this is not a political podcast, so I don't no. want to get into that. But I don't either. But if if <sighs> if we as a government refuse to say there's multiple billions of dollars to improve the infrastructure that's necessary, then why wouldn't you think about privatizing? What's that? our current government doing now? Well, Donald Trump, uh, not too surprisingly, has come up with some vague idea. I will build a great, great wall. <laughs> That's our infrastructure plan. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. I don't know. Okay, so what does the head of marketing at Metamucil and the head of infrastructure at AT&T have in common? I don't know. Think about those two. Head of marketing at Metamucil. You know what Metamucil yeah. is, right? Yeah. Okay. Head of infrastructure at AT&T. Uh-huh. Right. What do they have in common? I don't know. They're both in charge of fiber optics. Oh, my gosh. Get it, marketing. Have you, have you been thinking about that joke for a long time? No, I'm searching for infrastructure jokes at this point. <laughs> I'm looking. Literally, I'm Googling infrastructure humor. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> There's so actually great. a whole page of infrastructure jokes out no, here on the web. Oh, that's so great. There's one that's too long to read. It's about the infrastructure of, uh, you know, like hell and Satan and everything. Oh, it's bizarre, okay. No. It's it like really long, though. Anyway. Well, no, the, the the interesting gap is, and I'm not trying to say that everything's going to get privatized, <laughs> but, but the interesting fact is, is that because Texas, the state, has such limited funds to spend on new bridges, new roads, new Why do whatever. we have limited funds? We have one of the biggest economies. My taxes are annoying every well, year. What, well, where's all the money going? Well, but think about the income sources for the state of Texas. We don't have a state income tax. That's one of the beauties of the state of Texas. You come live here, you're not going to get an income tax like you would in California. But you know what? No. Here's what I've found is they they get us on property taxes. They get but but again, so so, so, so that, property taxes in California are that, lower than they are here. That's the Robin Hood thing though because the state of Texas is not going to get it, but Denton County and the city of Argyle are. Because they're going to increase, and that's where the dumping happens. The state of Texas is not—it's not, oh. not going to sp- spend the money that's necessary for those roads, those road repairs. They're going to dump that problem downhill to the county or the municipality, and therefore they're going to get you with land taxes and increase those land. So their revenues are going to have to grow. These revenues are static. We've got all the sin taxes. We've got all the revenue through tourism and, so c- and cigarette road, smoking. Like and when they pave the roads here, like they're paving roads all the time in Argyle. Right. right? Are you saying the state pays for that? No. No. No, I'm saying. That's the local. Well, it depends on who owns the road. FM 407, that's a state road. 377, okay. that's a state road. 114 and 35, 35 is a federal road. Right. So that's a federal expense. But all everything else is either a city, uh, you know, city road or a county road, hmm. and so it depends on kind of who owns the road and or who owns the bridge, and that's who's got to pay for it. And somehow they got to get that money from either you or me on city taxes or county taxes, or they've got to raise it through sin taxes or tourist taxes through the state because they don't they don't tax our income like most states do. Mm-hmm. And and that's how they get us. That's how they raise those revenues. Yeah, isn't that interesting? I'm not a fan of state income tax, though. I would not want to oh, see no. that happen. No, no, no. I'm not either. But they're going to get it one way or the other. Yeah. 
And, and that's what's what's happening. And the other thing that I, I ran across is all the kind of the foregone monies. And I'm one of these guys. I have an ag exemption. And so there's $3 billion annually that the state of Texas foregoes by giving up these ag exemptions. And I'm fortunate enough to be part of that. I mean, I pay half of what I would based on this ag exemption that I've got because having cows. Yeah, but you should. Right? No, I know. I'm saying I, I qualify. I meet the letter but, of the law. Yeah. And there are foregone uh, dollars that the state could get in tax money from people like you and me because of exemptions. This like just this. And this is where it turns into a philosophical discussion, right? Because, you know, you could say that they're missing out on their money, and then the other side will say, well, that's not their money anyway. It's mine. That's right. right. To begin that's with. right. And that's where it gets all... No, know, political. And, yeah. yeah, that's right. This episode is brought to you by the Libertarian Party. <laughs> Privatize everything, and taxation is theft. <laughs> no, that's not it. And, and, Kevin, and Kevin, as you know, I'm not, a, I'm not a terribly political guy at all, but, but I am a... power plants. But I am that's a... George Bush. I am a financial guy. You know? What is the infrastructure of our nuclear power plants? It's, nuclear power plants. Well, those are federally mandated, and yeah. so all of our federal taxes go to to cover all of our military. Do, do we have an F in those, or, or a def- D, or a C? Or, I don't know. It wasn't on the list, was it? No, it wasn't. Because See, that's scary. They're, well, hiding, they're hiding that from us. No, if we went and looked at U.S. infrastructure, then I'm sure there's a report card on that. Because I thought that's the, what we started with, U.S. infrastructure. Well, I'm talking federal. Federal. Oh, I see. This is a state report state card infrastructure. Okay. across the U.S. of what we're responsible for at the state level. That's where it gets gotcha. really tricky gotcha. because you've got all these levels. You've got the feds, the states, the counties, and the municipalities. And then and then what's been delved over to the private. So it's, man, it, it is so complex. And expensive. It's very expensive. You know, it just, uh, there's probably a lot of room for, you know, optimization. Right. There's a huge opportunity there. Yeah. That, that, but right now, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's the mentality. No, but I'm saying from a budget perspective, there's probably a lot of room for optimization, right? Right. This kind of assumes that everything is optimized and then therefore we need, you know, we don't have enough funds. I don't know. Seems like there's a lot of. I know that there's fraud, I, waste, and abuse. The biggest point it's in it's in government and healthcare. Oh, I agree. That's where so, a lot of the money goes. Yeah, so we could still say that that as the state of Texas, we're still spending ten to twenty billion dollars billion dollars on our infrastructure per year, and that's grossly not enough. And so I think your point is is twenty billion dollars on infrastructure that should be enough. But also, if you remember, like. During the Obama administration, uh-huh. right when we had the major financial collapse, right, they passed a New Deal style infrastructure they rebuilding. Did. Yeah, two years in a row. Bill. Yeah, they did two years in a row with an infusion of cash right. to generate jobs. Yeah, and who got those jobs? I don't know. No, because what they didn't take into account is our economy is completely different than it was during the New Deal era. That's right? right. And what happened with the with that money is a lot of that went to contractors, you know, big, you know, corporate contractors, right? Who got gigantic contracts, right? It didn't go to jobs, no, no. So anyway, that would be a good autopsy just to understand what happened during those versus the New Deal, because mm-hmm. the idea I remember that I remember that the I the the hope was it was very New Dealish and it was going to generate this massive 
surge of jobs. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. Our economy is not like that anymore. No, it's a capital-based economy. Yeah. And, but I, I do think that's a really good point, though, is the, the efficiency of the dollar spent. And the question is, can government, and I'm, again, I'm not a political guy, can government spend $20 billion on infrastructure the best and most appropriate and most efficient way to get the biggest bang for the buck? And I think that's the question. We're seeing all these toll roads go in, and yeah, we dog cuss paying whatever two bucks to go from across North Dallas. But it's it's well worth my time and my money to spend that money to get across versus spending two hours mm-hmm. on six thirty five. So I'm saying the privatization of some things is, and so I'm I'm not libertarian or privatization focused or whatever. I'm just saying I think your point is right that if we're going to spend ten twenty billion dollars. There may be a better way to spend it. Yeah, if we get kind of smart minds that are business oriented around there to spend it the best we can to improve our levees and our drinking water, our air traffic controllers, etc. I think there's an opportunity there because it looks like you know from the report cards that I've seen is we're, you know, we're at the D level. Yeah, the air traffic control thing is crazy, man. You know yeah. how many planes are in the air at any given time? Well, thousands. I, I, I don't know this as fact, but I think it's still the most stressful job out there. Oh, yeah. Air traffic controller. Oh, yeah. Big time. And Big time. If you put some of that, maybe not AI, but some improved software that tracks via GPS and all this other, you would think that it's got to be huge improvements over what was built in whatever, 1970. You would hope. But I based on that so. scorecard, it sounds like it's not. I don't think so. Sounds like they're still booting up, you know. Yeah, some DOS based some, something. Yeah. Yeah. TRS 80 from <laughs> Commodore. Yeah. Or the first one of, Apple. One of Perot's original EDS deals. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so. but thousands of planes are in the sky at all times. And yeah. imagine trying to control that. I, I, I mean, it's just mind boggling. It stresses me out even to think about it. And you would think that would that, that technology would just be, you know, Again, so advanced. If we don't have people crashing all the time, then don't fix it. That's why I said the outcome, though, is okay. Yeah, we're good. I've got power in my house right now. Yeah. You know, I can fly to Houston tomorrow if I wanted to. Planes rarely ever crash. Yeah, that's right. But man, what a stressful job. Yeah, so infrastructure. There you go. Yeah, that's fantastic. How do you like it? Wasn't this an amazing <laughs> that's episode? Amazing. Wasn't this amazing? We need to end this now. Wasn't this just fantastic? (laughs) I got to get out of here quick. Terribly intriguing for you, Andrew. Okay, why did the chicken cross the road? I don't know. Because Americans' aging infrastructure doesn't adequately provide footbridges (laughs) or pedestrian underpasses. Wrap it up, guys. (laughs) That's so great. Bernie would like that one. Uh, infrastructure humor here for yeah, you. Yeah, Bernie would like that one. That's a good one. All right. Well, hey, thank you all for listening to our ramblings on infrastructure. I know it was, uh, you know, extremely exciting for you to listen to. It was amazing. Look us up on iTunes, Spreaker, Google Play. Give us a review. Yeah. Be nice on this one. <laughs> yeah, or not. Slam us. It's okay. All right. See all right. you later. Adios. Yeah. Bye.